0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams.
1: This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, and Brenthurst Wealth is South Africa's leading boutique wealth manager. This week, I'm speaking to Maurice Smith, and Maurice wants to talk today about... The following title: Investment strategies for a comfortable retirement. I like those two words when they come together, Marie's comfortable and retirement put together. Often, people don't have the luxury of a comfortable retirement. I think that is particularly relevant in South Africa, isn't it?
0: Yes, no, definitely. In Ireland, it's always good to talk to you to Thank you. begin with. <laughs> But yeah, comfortable retirement, um, it is very important topic and it's one of my favorite topics to discuss because I do think it's something that people put off until the very end. But since retirement is a major phase in your life that requires careful planning and astute financial management, it's very important to start to look at it from an early stage, um, even if it's a far off and something you're not thinking of at the moment, um, it's better to start planning earlier rather than too late
1: yes indeed you talk about in the first paragraph you give me really good understandable bullet points you say Understanding retirement financial needs, such as income stability, in other words, how much money you've got coming in, in order to get that comfortable retirement. Healthcare costs, terribly important as you get older, and you live longer, and people are living longer, even in Mm -hmm. South Africa. And wealth preservation. So don't just go out there and say, well, I've got this lump sum, so let me go out and spend it. Let me preserve it so that I can achieve the previous two points. So where do we start with income stability, please, Maurice?
0: Yes, so as retirement, you know, that's the end of your regular paycheck that you're used to monthly. So this necessitates that you need to start planning for that steady flow of income, and you need to know from where that is coming from. So this may come from pensions or annuities, savings, investments. The challenge here is not to just to ensure the income stability, but also to make sure that it outpaces inflation. So inflation risk is a big factor for retirees as the cost of living tends to rise over the time due to inflation, which can erode your purchasing power of retirement savings. So that's something um, that we have found in the past. When you look at retirement plans that people didn't consider way back when, when they started with their savings plan, taking into account inflation. And also health issues; they do tend to increase with age, and high healthcare expenses during retirement also usually comes as a shock. So the future of rising healthcare costs, and then the increased life expectancy, um, both makes it very important, and it makes it critical to make sure that your um, its retirement savings can be preserved long enough to give you that income for as long as you need. So it's very important when you look at your retirement planning um, to look at it well in advance before you retire and to get that personalized advice to fit your individual circumstances.
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't got a graph in front of me, but I would imagine that healthcare costs probably outstrip inflation in many cases for various reasons i know uh, myself living in europe that this is the case and i think in south africa it probably is the case as well so healthcare costs don't always rise in line with inflation they often go beyond inflation let's talk about wealth preservation now because as i said you get a lump sum and you say that's nice i'm retired now let's go to uh, marbella for a couple of weeks um dear and off you go but you can't do that You've got to preserve that wealth in order to stretch it out over the last period of your life.
0: Yes, definitely. So where that comes into play, you have to look at the risk you're willing to take with your capital um, in your income and your savings and also the time horizon that you're looking for. So obviously we don't have an exact time horizon when it comes to to your life expectancy, but rather try and plan for a longer term than that you expect, no, I won't make 80 or anything like that. You have to (coughs) make a, a plan for as long as possible and making sure that you do have Enough capital available for in the case, maybe you do reach 90, 95, or 100. You don't know, and you don't want to be at that stage in your life and sit with nothing. So it's very important when you look at your um, investment plan to make sure that although your risk tolerance usually decreases when you enter retirement, um, because you think, okay, no, but I don't have. A, Though that many years to recover from a potential financial loss, you still do need um, growth and risky assets in that investment to make sure that you can have that long-term growth in your portfolio to beat inflation and to provide that top-up to your income funds every few years.
1: Okay, second paragraph now. Maurice, you say, uh, let's discuss different investment options that can provide income during retirement. And you highlight annuities, dividend-paying stocks, bonds, and real estate. So all of those things I want you to just briefly touch on. But which are the ones that are uh, sort of a a given? In other words, you don't have to sort of tailor make it for a certain individual or individuals. You say, well, you've got to have this as the bedrock of your um, investment options which are the ones that you go to first of all please
0: well uh, that is um, sort of a difficult question (laughs) you've stated as if it's supposed to be an easy answer but unfortunately it's not it's not Um, every individual do have different investments some people didn't invest in pension funds or annuities they only have liquid investments and then other people that only have annuities and pensions so that's something that we look at and then make it to Draw an income from what you do have available to find that balance between drawing from annuities or draw, drawing from investments, um, so that you also take into the into consideration tax implications. But when we look at the annuities, for example, um, they're designed to provide you a regular income during retirement. So in South Africa, you can opt for a life or a living annuity, and that life annuity that gives you a fixed income for life which can either be constant or increase over time. So you can say, okay, no, but I want this income to increase by 8% every year, or I want to increase it to increase with um, the CPI figure every year. So that gives you a little peace of mind because you know, okay, that's definitely gonna happen every year and it's gonna pay for as long as I live. Um, some people don't like it that that's only relevant for their own life or their spouse's life. And they want to leave something for their children or other beneficiaries. So then there's on the other hand, there's a living annuity, which allows you to also get an income. But there you can choose your income random amount within certain limits. um, And the remainder of the money stays invested in the market so that remainder of the money that stays invested in the market if you die and there's still an amount left that's available for your beneficiaries so that's when we look at annuities but as you said um, i gave other options as well you can also look at dividend paying stocks bonds or real estate Um, so it is a mix of a few different options that you actually have available and it would depend on your circumstances risk tolerance and investment goals um to see, okay, which fits you best. Because for example, bonds, um, they are very conservative, stable, safe sort of investment options, Um, whether they're issued by the South African government or corporations. When you purchase a bond, um, you are essentially loaning money to the issuer in exchange for periodic interest investments or payments. And that's the return of your principal at the end of the bonds term. So that's something you can look at if you're more of a conservative investor. Um, dividend-paying stocks on either other hand, that's on the JSE. And that comes with market risk um, and not the certainty of that company actually paying dividends this year.
1: There are certain companies that consistently have paid uh, dividends. I mean, Sassel once uh, cut their dividend and that shocked the market. There are certain companies that pay dividends. And I'm using a a really sort of generalised argument here. If you put a million rand into certain stocks and all of them across your portfolio give you a 5% dividend yield. So you've got a million rand, that becomes 50,000 a year. But of course, again, there are Uh, capital gains tax um, implications there with dividend paying stocks. And, um, you know, that also has to be taken into account, but not a bad part of the portfolio, I wouldn't have thought.
0: Yes. Yes, so it can make um, part of your portfolio because you can rely on companies known for their history of paying out a portion um, as dividends to their shareholders. So these investments, they can provide an income stream as yes. part of your total income that you may require.
1: Exactly. Okay, and then you've spoken about bonds and uh, right at the end, real estate. Uh, it's a tricky one in South Africa. But anyway, let's go to the next one now. Yes. You want to discuss how risk tolerance typically changes as one enters retirement and how that can impact on an individual's investment strategy. I've always worried about this one, Maurice, because it seems to me that as you get older, instead of becoming more risk-averse, you should embrace risk a little bit more. And I'm not being nasty here, but you haven't got that long left. Become risky, I would have thought. Am I being too simplistic here?
0: No, I think... um... What people, um, like I referred to earlier, is worried about become why they become more risk averse is the amount of years they think they have left to recover from financial losses. So if they retired in, in a year like last year, which in January they invested their retirement savings and then suddenly it's 40% down, they think, okay, but yeah, how am I going to recover these savings now um, as my term? I'm not a 30-year-old anymore. And I need to draw an income from this fund, so I think that is where it comes in that people are generally more risk averse, yeah. but it is an important um, point that you're referring to, um, and that's why it's important to manage your risk in retirement and just not and not only avoid risk because that can be a problem if you avoid risk totally, so it's all about balancing different types of risks um to make sure that yes, a balance of or a portion of your capital is um, safe and protected to give you that income you need but also there is a balance that's investment invested in more risky assets so that you have that potential for growth and to help offset the impact of inflation
1: Mm, very well described okay final point Uh, Let's talk about specific economic factors in South Africa that can impact retirees and their investments, such as inflation and changes in interest rates. Now, South Africa has been a sort of a pariah in the past, but at the moment, South Africa is doing better than, for example, the UK. The UK has inflation of 8.7%, and in South Africa, we're at 2.5% or weaker than that when it comes to inflation. Our, Our interest rates are giving us... Um, not a real return but uh, a closer to a return than in in the UK not as good as the United States but what I'm saying is that um, it's not quite as bad as it used to be but inflation and interest rates are very closely linked because if inflation is five percent and interest rates are four percent then you're one percent worse off every year that's the case this is just an example of course
0: Yeah, so at the moment, with interest rates having increased as much as they have over the past year, year and a half, um, the fixed rates that you can get on fixed-term investments, I mean, they are very attractive at the moment. And also the rates that you can book in now on life annuities is also very attractive to get in that fixed rate that's very high at the moment. I I mean, if you look two years, two and a half years back with the uh, lower interest rates, then almost it's not worth the money to look at a guaranteed annuity because you're fixing in that rate for the rest of your life. But now with the rates being as high as they are, you are actually getting a lot of value for your money um, at a very high interest rate. And inflation, yes, uh, we always have a discussion about, okay, what's the real inflation? Because the figure that um, the stat says A, um, provides that is not the same as the figure that we feel on a, a daily basis our standard of living. Um, when you take into your medical expenses, um, for example, then you're going to see okay, but my inflation is not six seven percent; it's actually nineteen percent, if not more. And that's where it becomes important to look at investment options that can give you. Uh, inflation-beating return, but your personal inflation-beating return. And also something that we need to consider in South Africa is the value of the South African Rand against other major currencies and that can impact retirees as well because um, some of the investments may be overseas um, which can be good when the RAND is dep- um, depreciating, but also when it goes the other way and you have too much of your investments overseas, then it can hurt you very badly. So it's also that balance that you need to get right at retirement to make sure that you're not overexposed. But then again, we do feel that the investment opportunities are more better available in the offshore space than only on the JSE. But yeah, it's a lot of things that you can, you need to consider. But in South Africa, I would say yeah, the, you need to look at what the currency fluctuations is, your offshore opportunities, not just on the JC. And then your yeah, interest rates at the moment, like I said, they are very high. So at the moment, if you look at guaranteed annuities, I don't think it's a bad option to consider.
1: Okay, but of course, situations change. There are so many different factors that you brought up and so many things that are not just fixed for a couple of years and you can just sit back and say, okay, well, that's fine. I'll sit around just doing nothing with my current strategy. You have to have a financial advisor who constantly monitors the changing conditions. And that's, of course, Maurice, where you come in. So thank you very much for explaining all that, Rather, I think the point here is if you're going to retire... You've got to retire very young. And I don't mean, you know, retire, retire. I mean, consider retirement when you're young. Don't think you're too young to start to plan for retirement. Is that the message you'd like to put across here?
0: Yes, it's definitely an important factor. And also to keep on reviewing your retirement investments and not just think of it as something now I'll I'll look at uh, in five years' time. It needs to be something that you look at at least once a year.
1: Very good. Maurice, thank you very much for your time. Maurice Smith is from Brentos Wealth, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company.